There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. But today... You guys. Oh, oh, oh. Tell me, tell me. You guys make me feel like a million bucks. This that... this should always be your intro. Just it's Britney, Britney bitch. Like I yeah, walk into everything. the library. It's Britney bitch. <laughs> Late fees. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I found this book from ten years ago. Um okay. So I'm doing random thoughts, which I'm amazing at because that's my whole head. And I love it. The first thing I want to start off with is it's a mini flex, but not really because if obviously I can't brag about it. So I have a cousin who's a very good swimmer. It's uh, Katie Ledecky, and she did the swimming with the uh, chocolate milk on her head. We posted that the other day, and it's it's amazing. It's really cool. Well, I texted her mom, my aunt Mary Jen, today because okay. I was like, I'll find out some fun research behind the scenes. For you guys. Because this is for the Milk Got Milk campaign. Yes, and she's big restarted. on, she's always been big on chocolate milk in general, always growing up, like that was like her thing. Okay. So she was excited to team up with them anyways. Well, initially, here's the behind the scenes okay, that nobody it. has, All but right. the Lori and Julia show. Thank you, Brittany. The Milk folks wanted her to swim and carry it in one hand. And she said, why don't I just put it on my head and use a snorkel? And they said, well, you can try it. And she did it on the first try. No way. Because I was, I even asked her, did she train for this? Was this something that she, they were like, hey, we want you to work on this. And she was like, okay. And they, they said that they were like, well, let's do two or three more takes for just in case. But the first one they used ultimately because it was the best one. That's how smooth of a swimmer and doesn't move her head. And she went viral. Does she know that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They know that. Yeah. They do. Because that was Everywhere, everywhere, yeah. Tuesday yeah. morning or Monday morning, I can't remember, but we were like, we were all all on it. We'd all seen it, and we were like, the Today Show played it in GMA, yeah. and it was just kind of amazing. And then we were like excited that the Got Milk campaign, because it's that's been the most successful campaign that Milk has ever done. Absolutely. Um, I don't want to <laughs> brag, but brag. Um, her uh, picture of wearing like her what seven gold medals is on my uh, grandma's desk. But then also my senior graduation photo is also, isn't that depressing? Like Brittany's accomplishment, Katie's accomplishment. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's right. She has won seven golds. Yeah, it's crazy. So 
So that was kind of fun That's to hear about. Cool. It's, it's it's one of those things where, like, of course she did it on the first take, and of course it was a random idea, and of course to put it on her head. Of course. Well, she's uh, you know right along that guy in the Real Housewives of New York, the little short guy that had five margaritas <laughs> balanced on, on his, his head. head. It was <laughs> incredible. Yes, it was. It incredible. was incredible. It was impressive. Everything he brought out on and his he, head, and he was short enough that it was right at table height. Oh my god! <laughs> you know we all have. Gifts. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I've yet to find mine, but eventually I'll be right up there with her. Um, okay, this is kind of sad. So we're having a problem. Um, Canada had a deal with China to have these uh, two pandas, right? And the, also the deal was they would keep supplying them with bamboo. With everything going on, they've been running out of bamboo. In Canada? In Canada. for So they've been delivering it from China. And they've had a little bit of a supply that they've been learning or growing on their own as like supplemental. Well, they're, now they're having trouble getting any bamboo. And, they're and saying, those things eat a lot of bamboo like in a day. 99% of their diet, and they said 40 uh, kilograms, which I'm not, I should have it's, looked. It's, it's insane. It's a lot of wood. It's, it's, <laughs> sure Thank is. You, Lori. <laughs> Thank <laughs> And so anyways, and I shouldn't laugh because honestly, they're freaking out. They're scared. They only have enough uh, supply of bamboo to get them till September. Oh, no. I know. So now they're trying to get the pandas back and they can't even get flights because they're worried about quarantine stuff with pandas and stuff like that to get them back to China. Good Otherwise, Lord. so the point of the story is if you have any extra bamboo, Boo. send it to these two pandas. <laughs> I'm very concerned. They're is on it my Toronto? radar. Where are these pandas? Where are I these? Think it's Calgary. Calgary. Okay. Of course, Calgary. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Um, okay. Here's another bear story because I guess I was in a bear mood. I like it. Um, fun fact, bears are not billboards, Lori. What does that mean? You can't go putting your propaganda on bears. Oh. So they've been having a problem in North Carolina. They've got these bears with these big old trackers on, right? These big old, um, collar trackers, right? And somebody has been putting a Trump 2020 sticker on them (laughs) and they have real people have real feelings about this. And like, my thought was like, I'm not going to judge people you know, what the bear believes in. Right. That's his choice. <laughs> right. We don't know if he's putting them on. Right. We don't know his thoughts. Oh, my god! Also, like, if he's not literate, should we even worry that he's being... I mean, I think in out of all billboards, if you're... Even if, let's say, you're anti-Trump, he's being seen by the least amount of people. That's very true. So It's, it's a very strange way of getting your message out there. <laughs> I suppose whoever has the pro-picnic basket yeah! platform, <laughs> the bear is going to go with. So this North Carolina group is very adamant about stopping whoever is tagging this bear. And I'm also kind of impressed the audacity or the 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 cojones. Yes. To put a <laughs> sticker on a to get close enough to put a sticker on a bear. I think that that bear had been tranquilized and it was probably the DNR bear guy that's Maybe. in charge of the tracking or Ooh. gal that put it on there. Now, now you're sounding like Cobra with your yeah, conspiracies. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> How else would they get it on? I don't. I You're not going to run up to a bear and wrestle him to the ground to put your sticker on his bear collar. But maybe it's He'd one of those things. To be... The old bait and switch. You're holding berries and bam. Oh, I don't know. I've got. I think you're. I think I'll keep up. I'll keep us up to date on that one as well because I think there's going to be all in all more and more stories with that. Um, so here's a fun thing that they're doing in Italy. 
All right. So they have these wine windows. Now, these Oh, Holly showed us these oh, yesterday. Did she? Of course okay, she did. Okay, describe these. They're I mean, first off, they're beautiful, but they originally existed back in the days of the plague when they had uh kind of to send things back and forth with minimal contact. And now they're using them to send wine back and forth and sell wine through these beautiful little, little windows. windows. Yes. So wine windows. Of course, me and Holly. Wine windows same. and yoga bubbles. Why not? Yeah. New things new things are being invented or old things are being reused. I love it. Brittany, love it. thank you. You're so welcome. All right. Listen, uh, when we come back, I don't know. It's a chef's surprise. <laughs> Oh, exciting. Uh, let's do a little my talk traffic before we get to that. There's a crash, Highway 13 westbound. Demi Lovato is in love. Brittany, did you see the photo of her yep. at Nobu in her crushed velvet ruche dress? Yes. Oh, man. We He's, loved everything about that. They're in hot, hot lusty. You lust. think it's lust, lust or no, lust? No, I love? think. I mean, they've been. I don't know how long they've been together, but yeah. it just is. She seems so happy. Yeah, like that kind of happy where yeah, she's talking Over about things she's never talked about too. Her documentary it was was it good? Yes, she was crazy. The drugs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she at one point got on a plane and punched a dancer in the face. Oh, we, I remember. I remember we were on the air. We and talked about that. about it. Like, yeah. I mean, you got to be in a good place in your life. Here's the thing. We all have stuff, right? Right. And you have to be in a really good place in your life to be like, all right, let's talk about that stuff. So that's why I feel like she's in a, the best place she's been in in a long time. Right. Because didn't she go into rehab after that? Oh, yeah. I think in, a couple that incident. Times and, yeah. But yeah. after that, because that had, you know. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like. Ooh, and mm-hmm. I love when people are that candid, I can't help but love yeah. them. So it's like one of those things where I was on the fence about her just in general. Like I wasn't a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, I like you. You're yeah, cool. You're, I'm fine with the you. The Go-Go's uh, documentary was very <laughs> candid like yeah. that. Because and just to love that, right? I, well, I, li- I we do love it when they're when people confess warts and all. Yeah, because it's like it's more relatable. Absolutely. Make, because who doesn't mm-hmm. have a warts and all life? Uh-huh. You know, who hasn't punched a dancer after you get on a private plane? Right. Am I right? <laughs> um, Brittany, how do you feel about um, Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, I will always have love for her because of who she used to be. Ah, that's a good answer. She helped sh- like shape. Because, I mean, there was just, you know, the spider spider web. What was it? Tangerine. Of course, Holly will know. The Tangerine. What was the album with the oranges on it? Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Oranges? Yes. I don't know. She was a... Like, oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I went on those. But wait. Yes. Gwyneth, who used to be married to yes, Chris Yes, yes. I'm saying Goop. I always... Yeah, I always have love for, for that aspect. Yes. Yeah, for who she used to yeah. be. So, um, anyway, I'm really glad you're here today because <laughs> Julia... Hasn't been able to articulate what you did. She loves Gwyneth for who she used to be, yes. and she's never been able to articulate that. So thank you. And, <laughs> and she then I went always sidetracked. She always gets uncomfortable sometimes when I just roll my eyes at how goopy Goop yes. is. Yes, yes, and yes. And so yes. this week, um, first she did an interview with Cameron Diaz on like the Goop sessions. She's got a podcast or something and she interviews her celebrity friends and i mean i tried to watch it but watching those two it's so painful so boring yes it's so boring watching them ask each other questions pretending to me i know i mean it just was bad but she also uh wrote um an essay in uh, i'm trying to think what it, it was vogue uk vogue uk okay, okay thank you so she writes an 
an essay, and I so I decide to read it. Yeah. I, why do I do this? I hate reading it. Yes, I know yes, yes. content, I, Lori. I'm not going <laughs> to like what I'm reading. And it was like watching Ellen quarantined at home. Yes, Those shows yes. were just terrible, terrible. And then it was feeding into my secondhand dislike of Ellen that yes. I had from my brother. Like, yeah. Anyway, so I know, but I thought I'm going to read her essay. Yeah. I want to read it all in context. And you read it all. To call it overwrought. Oh, is an understatement. Um, uh, but it was interesting because it was huge news when Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin broke up in yeah. 2014. Yes. I mean, they announced their co- conscious uncoupling. Thank you. Yes. The conscious uncoupling. Uh, on a goop post. Yes. And then for months after that, there were stories about the sad state of affairs that had been their marriage for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I remember after they uncoupled, he quickly started dating Jennifer Lawrence. And I, to this day, believe Gwyneth made him break up with her. Really? Oh, yeah, that's too much hotness for Gwyneth. I could see that. But Dakota Johnson was... All just enough all right hotness. Yes. And that came after, you know, Gwyneth had it. So anyway, so they broke up and then their divorce kind of dragged out. Yeah. For some time. And um, anyway, but their kids, every, they seem really great. And uh, with like the kids seem yeah, like, yeah. well, like they've done a really great job, at least Chris Martin and Gwyneth it seems like, with their kids. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, in this essay you know she's writing about it's her 38th birthday and it's 2011 and she's in the tuscan countryside of course she is and she can't even remember what day if it was a weekend or a weekend Mm -hmm. so much barolo had been uh uh, you know imbibed and enjoyed and she just said i realized that my marriage was completely over now this is 2011 they don't consciously uncouple until 2014. Whoa. <clears throat> so you think... She- so, so anyway, so... And then she writes, basically, they tried everything over the course of the next three years to save their marriage. And she writes about this. Blob, like, what I do remember is it felt like the ring of the bell that sounded and cannot be entered. I mean overwrought you guys the writing on this they did not help her edit i feel like you know who helped her edit it was probably somebody like lena dunham oh maybe because (laughs) it goes on and on and then and then you just stuck with it and then she and then uh she said and then you know it became a the trickle of truth became a dam of, um, it grew louder and louder until it was all I could hear. I mean, it's so overwrought. So here's the true story, though, to remember in reading this, and I'll get to the one other thing, is that both Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow had affairs while they were married. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was between 2011 and 2014 when the trickle was running in both of their ears, but she ended up marrying the guy that she had the affair with Mm -hmm. and his marriage broke up. Yeah. And his two kids hated Gwyneth so much that they lived their first year of married life apart because the kids wouldn't live in the same house as Gwyneth. Okay. Just not as rainbowy and sunshine as she would initially probably want it to look well and so this is i'm just putting that in because she's you know that maybe that happens but then here's what she writes is she right oh my goodness she said um she said um 
The public surprise gave way quickly to ire and derision. A strange combination of mockery and anger that I had never seen. I was already pretty tattered from what had been a rough year. Frankly, the intensity of the response saw me bury my head in the sand deeper than I ever had in my very public life. Okay, girl, you announced your breakup on On your website to drive traffic to your website and no one has been as harshly judged as you. That's absolutely correct. I mean, she's such a baby. I, it's trying abs- to rewrite everything. Absolutely. And it's it's just so funny because if she thinks that this long article, her, her you know, true critics of her life are going to be reading this enough to have empathy for her, it's like, no. who's yes-manning you so hard in your life right now? That they didn't talk you out of this. Exactly. And then she writes that she does take credit for the uncoupling revolution, even though she heard about it from a therapist. <laughs> Thank you, Goop. I hope Brad Felchuk knows what he signed up for, man. <laughs> Thank you, Goop. Anyway, she did not have a good editor at British Vogue. This thing goes on and on and on. It would be a very hilarious SNL skit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Goop defender. Yeah. But that essay makes it so hard. I bet. It just, it's just, a full-time job now for you. It basically. And, yeah. it, and it's just... it. It must be exhausting thinking about yourself so much like that. I just, know. Just utterly exhausting. And at this particular moment in time and space and where nobody we find ourselves. Right. What well, uh-uh. nobody's thinking. I wonder how Goop's ex-husband in relationships it, it, do. Like, what would be more relatable is that if she had just simply written, I realized I didn't really like him anymore. Yeah. We weren't even screwing. Yeah. I was having the desire to sleep with other people. Absolutely. We decided, well, we'll try and work on it. But we, I mean, if she'd been. You should have been her editor. And I. <laughs> Just of, that all in there. Of honesty about Absolutely. about the breakup and that that is sometimes how people do finally come up with the I'm going to break up is that one of them or two of you both start screwing somebody else. Yeah. And you realize, oh, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know what? To each their own. I have no judgment at all that behind is, that. That is no. the thing that sometimes that's it has to be the, you know, the bed that breaks the marriage back or Did whatever. Did you the watch The Goop Lab then over on no, Netflix? I and that was actually Pretty kind good. of enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say she had a starring role in it though. She which, turned it over to other people. Which was probably a very smart move. Any quacks? Uh, Ju- Julianne Huff dry yes. humping the Oh, that's Air. right. Remember that? Oh, it was a bit much. Yeah. It was a bit much. But not too quackery? No, I think it was interesting. I think she did a deep dive in yeah. like the subcultures of things that I was like, that's interesting. Okay, good. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's going on. Um, Quite goopy. Here's a little Ryan Reynolds news. Um, I I don't know this, but uh, it's a universal um, movie, and it's, the, it's a monster parenting comedy. Do you hmm. guys know about this... Um, I don't know if it's based on it's based on a New Yorker essay called Everyday Parenting Trips. So it's going to be um, take place in a fictional world as the dad, Ryan Reynolds, handles everyday parenting challenges during what's called a monstrous uprising. And it's the essay is about a little kid who truly, truly, truly believes there's a monster under his bed. And the dad is like. We're going to rise. Here's all the ways we're going to rise and fight and beat the monster. 
under okay. your bed. It kind of sounds cute. It sounds really cute Doesn't and it? unique in a world that has been, you know, regurgitating so much of the same stuff. This actually sounds good. Good. And his company is uh, producing it. And I mean, he he's so good. He's so good. Like so good. Like I. It's hard to believe he was ever married to Scarlett Johansson. They really never does. fit. And you know, he and Blake Lively just somehow. so fun and cute. They just were the oddest couple, weren't they? And yes. then when I saw Alanis Morissette, because she's kind of been everywhere. Her yeah. new album is supposed to be so great. I just always think, God, that song, that one song that she wrote, I can't think of it, is about Ryan Reynolds. I know. Isn't that crazy? That those two, those two hot Canadians were together. He's so dang cute. Yeah, he really is. Like, right. he's the kind of cute you're like, oh. All right. Listen, when we come back, yeah. it's time to Hollywood speak. This A-list musician, singer has been avoiding this one thing mm. his whole life. What are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, ladies. Sir Paul McCartney, in an interview with... British GQ mm-hmm. was asked about Las Vegas. Ooh. And he said, he, he said this, I don't know that we really can Hollywood speak it because he's really saying it off. It's pretty blunt. He said, Vegas is where you go to die, isn't it? It's the elephant's graveyard. Ooh. Whoa. B Spears hit fills that. <laughs> he's feeling that. Yeah. He, um, he, and the, the the interviewer, you know, pressed him and said, well, Elton John, you know, used to say that about Las Vegas. Yeah. And he changed his mind on that. And then Sir Paul said, that's been something I've been trying to avoid my whole life, Las Vegas. And I just thought, you know, maybe it is because if you think of Paul McCartney's age. Yeah. Vegas was to... Like, would have been him for a guy in his 20s. Not a cool hip no, place. That's no, that's where Wayne Newton does Donka Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a cool thing in no. the 60s or 70s, per se. It was cool Elvis's show. Yeah. People flocked in for that. There were periodic shows of things that would happen, but the where you'd go and you'd play the... The you lounge know, worker, the, yeah. Yeah, all that. I guess that's what he's mean, but yeah, he, I think... Paul is just being representative of like a musician of his era. And in the 60s, you wouldn't have caught the Beatles anywhere near Las Vegas. And even today, you know, I guess the Hollywood speak on that is that Paul McCartney thinks of himself as a person who's still constantly evolving in a way where oh. he doesn't want to go out and play, and play the greatest just and mm-hmm. just the hits. But nor does he need any money. No. Yeah, but man, that million dollar piano concert at Caesar's Palace with Elton John was amazing. It was amazing. It was incredible. And it's such an intimate venue. It's kind of a shame that he Paul McCartney has such a bad attitude about it because yeah. it, it, it's a really good opportunity to see intimate concerts. It really is. I mean, yeah. my last concert in Vegas was with Julia in March and David from First Equity. And we saw Bruno Mars on his first weekend of residency at the park from the fifth row. And it was a blast. I bet it was amazing. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think, Kali, you're like right on that, that he, he he's thinking about 
what it used to be and no, what he doesn't he doesn't want to doesn't want to repeat and repeat. But nobody has that image of Las Vegas no, anymore. No, not anymore. No, they it's don't. It's a dated uh, thing. I mean, Cher's play. I've seen Cher there. She's amazing. Yeah. My mom and I saw the Judds when they reunited after 25 years. <laughs> I saw James Taylor at Caesar's yes. Palace. Speaking of Paul McCartney and Apple, and it was a super intimate concert. I mean, it was the least Vegas concert I've ever been to in my right. life. Yeah. Right. But still. Yeah, I know. I no, it is. It is kind kind of true. Okay, so uh, here's a Hollywood speak. Kanye West pretty much admits his presidential campaign is designed to hurt Joe Biden's chances. Even though I think he doesn't. I think if anybody hurts Trump, I know, right? Yeah. But he tweeted today. He got the phone away from Kim at their estate that they're staying at in the Dominican Republic to tweet. The goal is to win. He. Must be the most exhausting man in the world to be married to right now. If he keeps sneaking away and doing this, she's going to cut ties. There's no way she's going to stay with that. That brand of crazy is bad for business. And the Kardashians are never going to lean towards something that's bad for business. They're donezo. Give it it a year because now she's came out and said the mental health thing. She doesn't want to look bad like she's leaving somebody. You know, in their time of but need. Wouldn't one of the things that she'd be upset with him, not only about airing their nasty business, yeah, but also having this idea that somehow he has any chance at all of being elected, yeah, or any of that. He doesn't. He's not on ballots. I mean, he's. Uh, it's just. It makes no sense. No. The birthday party, to me. If he does that, that means you have to go along with all of that. It just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean. I I would just be done. I think they've tried to, like, salvage what they could of it. And I think eventually, I think she just has to now, it's a waiting game of what's appropriate time to leave him. Don't you? I mean, don't you think that it's going to be, we're going to find out a year from now. She's not going to be happy that he tweeted this this afternoon. That the phone, the goal (laughs) is to win. She stole his phone and he also was, uh, you know, I mean, he's actively like trying to get on different ballots in different states already. He's not in enough of them, so he could never in a remote chance ever win. But oh Wait. my gosh, it's like the reality, uh, uh, the train of all of this is too feel, much. I feel bad for him in a, in a lot of ways. But he could take his medication. I know. I know. could be a grown up and say I have to take my medication. But it's also like a possibility, you know, the idea of surrounding yourself with people who are giving you the truth, not like this is a great idea. Who's I would hope at this point he's been living in Wyoming. Yeah. He hasn't been in Calabasas. No. Kim lived with him for like 2 weeks and she's like go. I go. <laughs> go. <laughs> go to the range. Remember they don't yeah. spend a lot of time together. Mm-mm. That's yeah. why there have been so many breakups. These these uh, rich people and that are that are artists or She's, whatever they and, are, yeah. they're traveling. They're not they're not together yeah. like you and I are together with our guys or gals. You know when we have our regular For better or worse, worse oh. right? I mean, we don't spend a lot of time apart. Like sometimes, like if I'm gone for a weekend without Casey, I'm like giddy. I'm like we am, you know, yeah. but. These guys are not used to spending time together. And I think that's ideal for Kim, too. Is like she's always going to be mostly married to herself. So, yeah. Good for her. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long, healthy relationship. That's true. That's very true. Okay. Mike Tyson, you know, Shark Week starts. Uh, oh, yeah. It's late later this year. Usually it's in July, but it starts on Sunday night. And Shark 
week, you know, the thing they've been promoting, Mike Tyson versus Jaws, the rumble on the reef. Isn't it so So hysterical. Here's what Mike has to say. He said, I'm scared of anything in the water. I won't even put my foot in the water. I had to do this prep in in stages. And he's in a cage. And he said, I was scared. Do you remember, was it last year, two years ago, when they had Michael Phelps swim with Rice? Yeah. And so I think they're just, oh, God, they're... That's so endearing. I mean, I'm scared of water. I, I had know. to do this in stages. Like that is. Do you think you get paid, Holly, to be in a Shark Week program? Oh, totally. Oh, you do. I would. I would think okay. so. This is not coming from the kindness of, of Mike Tyson's heart. heart. No, but it is fun that he has come to that point where he can kind of play with his persona, yes. and, and that is that he is in on the on the fun and on the joke. Yeah. He. So I. I'm sorry. I am going to DVR this. I'm going to watch it. I watched the Michael Phelps one, and it was. Dumb. It was good. You it was so never dumb. Never apologize for yeah. your Shark Week fandom. You watched that Josh Duhamel Shark Week movie a couple summers ago. Sure did. <laughs> did you guys watch Sharkano, uh, Sharkano, the National Geographic uh, thing that was on like last week? No. About the sharks, they went to some active volcano that's not actively blowing. Got a camera down in the volcano crater, and there's all kinds of sharks. <gasps> Swimming in the hot water. Shark Kano. I'm oh. giving the Sharknado people their next idea. I mean, it's already written. A Sharkoozy. Yeah, and- it, it's called Sh- Sharkano. There's an actual documentary about these sharks that Ad- live in the hot lo- water in the volcano that hasn't blown up. Add Tara Reed. Movie's done. There done. You You're welcome. Oh. I'm sure she's not busy. Yeah, oh my gosh. All right, listen, uh, we come back. Oh my gosh. All we have to say is W A P. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.